Welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your home for mind, body, business, and marketing. Today I have Nareet on the show and we are talking about the food you eat and how it affects your life and your body. I ask her so many questions, you guys, about so many random foods, like what are inflammatory, what affects your hormones, so much. So let's dive in. It's a good one. Nareet, welcome to Lexi's Lounge. What are you drinking today? Thank you so much. I'm having, right now it's an Americano, but normally I would have like an energy elixir every morning. And you, sh- you have to try this, I swear, it's the best. I add coconut oil, which helps with brain health and hormone health. And then I add collagen, <laughs> which keeps, uh, because it's protein, you should always have protein for breakfast. Um, and then I add cinnamon for blood sugar. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm always adding like superfoods to things that are in your normal day to day, because then it's easy. And then, uh, depends on how I feel, I either I ashwagandha to chill, or I add like lion's mane, mushrooms to for brain power. So it just, I just change it up. Okay, can I just say that I love that you are telling me everything that you're adding and why it's important. Like, okay, I'm hung up on the brain and the hormone health because my hormones are messed up, bad. Like, Oh my God, why? Uh, Stress? stress, childbirth. I'm seven months postpartum right now. Um, but I've had cystic hormonal acne my whole life. And then once I had kids that made it 10 times worse. And then I'm constantly stressed out. I feel like my baseline Mm -hmm. is stressed. And that's why in 2022, my, my word is simple because I'm, I just literally, I'm always, I feel like I'm always stressed out and it's really sad because I, I feel like I thrive under pressure, but then maybe I don't. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. So here's one thing that you need to recognize. You, like me, are this high achieving, ambitious one. Okay. And we have this thing that we thrive on this kind of stress, doing a thousand things at the same time, like just going for it. Right. The problem is that it's not sustainable. And your stress, okay. So when you have stress, your cortisol levels, tend to go up, right? Mm-hmm. And what's happening is that because it's been sustained stress for a long time, it just becomes like your base, it becomes your normal, but the body isn't used to that. So what happens is your hormones start to go out of whack. You're, uh, you start to deposit fat around your abdomen. You can't lose weight. Oh I my know. God, <laughs> this all makes sense now. It's awful, it's awful. So first things first, as high achievers, we need to prioritize ourselves every day. And it doesn't mean dropping your life because ultimately um, you want to provide for your family. You have two kids, right? You have two, I remember. Yes. Yeah. So you have two kids. You, ha- you have to be the wife, the uh, ambitious woman. You have your job. You have uh, this podcast. You have all these other things. Oh so God. it doesn't mean that you're going to drop everything and stop. Oh, I'm just going to concentrate on myself. No, what I do is like pick one thing that's for you every day. It, it could be exercise. It could be your morning routine. It could be a five minute walk outside. It could be you and your tea. It doesn't matter what it is. One thing that is just for you every day, because yeah. then you have, you'll be able to nourish that side of you because we tend to forget ourselves. So I can promise you that if you have a to-do list, the thing that's for you, you'll keep moving to the next day. Mm. Okay. We are recording a podcast. If you're watching on TikTok, somebody asked what's going on. Um, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that uh, my word for 2022 is simple because I feel like I take on a lot of things and 
you know, my husband will get home from work and I'm like, I have to work. I have stuff I need to do, you know? Cause like there's certain days like today I have childcare, but then the days that I don't have childcare, I'm like, I, I just have like a million different things I need to do. But really when I sit there and think about it, I'm like, okay, what's the deadline though? I of course could always find one thing to do. I could find multiple things to juggle, but it really has started to boil down to, okay, what's pressing. So like last night, my podcasts come out every Tuesday and last night I had to record my podcast and get it uploaded. So I was like, okay, mm. that's something that's pressing. One of my social media management clients, I was like, okay, I got a post for them. But what's really funny is what you were saying is my, um, so I have this business, um, up West social, and then I have two kids and then my dad, I take care of him. I'm his full-time caregiver. He had, two oh my God, and then he just broke his back. So he just got out of the hospital. Oh my God, girl. talking about stress. I, right. Like yes. my, I'm so, I, I mean, I, it's weird. I'm not like, I don't hate my life or anything and I wouldn't change it for the world, but I feel like I just need to manage it better. And what I used to do was I used to drink. Like if I was stressed out, I'd be like, I need a cocktail. And now that I know more about the body and how everything works together. I'm like, no, I'm not going to cope in that way. And like, it's, it's just interesting because I'm like, okay, now I need to get on a certain regime in the morning. I need to, wake up. I feel like I need to have a morning routine and an evening, and an evening routine. A hundred percent. Like when, when I, whenever I'm working with my clients, okay, let's set up your morning routine, your evening routine, because ultimately as crazy high achievers, whenever they start like on, 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 and you have kids and the kids change everything. At least you have those two like end caps, I guess, like your beginning and your end that yeah. will give you parameters that you can do self-care that you can prioritize yourself it really doesn't have to be long. It's not like you don't have time, you know? Yeah. Because we, we don't have time, but then we keep saying we don't have time, but then you're less act, like less effective when you're so stressed and you don't take care of yourself during those times. <sighs> okay. So we really dove in quickly, which I love. <laughs> I love the, the psychological part of it, but for anybody that's listening now or watching live on TikTok, uh, who are you? What do you do? What okay. are you passionate about? Let's hear about you. And then we could dive right back in. We just, Oh need my God. Yeah. We, we did go in like full on. Okay. Uh, so my name is Nurit. I am a holistic nutrition coach and food scientist. I work. Yes. Food I am a food scientist. I'll tell you about that in a sec. Um, so I am super passionate about food as medicine and eating healthy in a practical way. And I love empowering high achieving women to live balanced, energized, mindful life, because I feel we give and give and give and give and give. And if we want to continue to give and give and give and give and be able to deliver in this world of ours, we have to take care of ourselves. And I do that by uh, balancing hormones, aging concerns, uh, weight gain, which is related to both two things, but you know, and burnout out of the way. If I can take all those things, balance them out, you'll be able to thrive in your life. And that's my passion. And you use food to do that. Yes. Food Mind and lifestyle. Blown. So it's a combination of those two. Mind blown because I feel like a lot of people are like, mm, food's just something that I eat. That's it. You know, I feel like there's oh not my God. Of, there's not a lot of people don't look at food often and think, this is something that can heal me. This is something that can make me 
better, like in every area of my life, my mental health. Okay. Did you know that, what is it? 85 or 90, 95? I, some, okay. An ungodly, hold on. I have to look it up. How much serotonin is made in your gut? This is a nice 95% of your serotonin, your happy chemical is made in your stomach. So of course there's a correlation, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. I feel like it's so weird because the mind body connection is not something that is mainstream just yet. So what's happened is in our Western cultures, we separated to, even when you go to a doctor, they are heart specialists or God specialists or whatever specialists, but they don't look at the whole like overall hormone, like the, the everything together, unless you go to a functional doctor. In Eastern medicine, like Ayurveda or Chinese medicine, they look at the whole person. So when you look at the whole person, you will be able to relate. Oh, yes, she has brain issues, but it, because her gut is completely like ruined because she's eating the wrong things. And then when you talk about the, the connection of what you eat, um, you know when they say like you are what you eat? Yeah, you get it, you get it, but you don't get it until you understand that understand it. the actual quality of the food that you put in your body is the quality of what your cells are made out of. To me, the minute I understood that, I was like, oh my God. So if you give yourself crap, your body is made out of crap. But if okay. you give yourself the right food, your body is made out of beautiful like components. Okay, so repeat that again, the, the cells in what you eat. So basically, what you eat is what's going to make the cells in your body. So if you give your body crap, fast food, whatever, your cells, the only building blocks that they have is these crappy things. So how healthy are they going to be? Impossible. If you give them the right food, the components that they can build these things, like think of Legos, right? They build these things yourself so build out of this beautiful food, which means better health, thriving, no acne, no weight gain, not all these things. So it's like incredible to me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my, I feel like my whole life, I have thought that my acne was just, you know, hormonal. My hormones are just out of whack. It's interesting because I got my cortisol levels tested. I did this Dutch test. My naturopath did it. And so when yeah. I wake up, so if you're on a graph, when I wake up, my levels are like up here and then literally mm. by noon, they're down, they're plummeted. And so she gave mm. me all these natural supplements and that's that they have been helping a lot, but I feel like a lot of times I just kind of continue in the habit of eating whatever I have. Um, could you kind of touch on the beginning of where people usually like get it wrong with nutrition and eating for their health instead of just build themselves up. Oh my God. I mean, we could talk for hours, hours about this, but let me think like to give you specific tips that you could actually like do, right? Mm -hmm. First things first, think of whole foods as the base of your meals. Uh, so based off everything you eat, no processed food, because the problem with processed food is like there's hidden things in there that your grandma would not be able to pronounce. So if there's something in there that your grandma would think, what is this? 
or you wouldn't have at home in your cupboard, don't eat it. And this is coming from a food scientist that actually develops food for the food industry. Hey, so, when you say whole food, what does that mean? Whole foods means things that come like that. For example, a pear is a whole food, right? Um, even if you think, I'm trying to think of an example like that would be more the complicated. Fruits and vegetables, like if you were to go on the outside of the grocery store, the stay to the outside of the grocery store and don't go in the middle because the middle is actually all the processed food. If you think about it, it's crazy to me. Like on the outside, you have all the real food, your eggs, your milk, your uh, fruits, your veg, the meat, the fish, the cheese, all whole foods, right? Mm -hmm. And then you go to the middle and the labels are humongous, like 75 ingredients. You don't even know what that's in it. Like you don't understand, but it's easy and it's convenient, mm -hmm. but it's costing you more ultimately. People think it's cheaper, but ultimately I'd rather you just buy frozen fruit and make yourself a smoothie for breakfast. You know, make it fast, make it quick, make it good for you, but make it with whole foods. So things you could shop around the store, but on the outskirts. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. So first things first, stick with the whole foods. What is a common thing that people ingest or cook with or have in their pantry or the refrigerator that is like toxic? Don't use that. Don't use it. I, I'm sure there's one, but I'm trying to think of what it would be. Oh, God. You would know. You're the food scientist. <laughs> okay. Sugar is really bad for you. And like I know you hear sugar? it. Yes. Okay. Whereas you could use coconut sugar or raw honey or maple syrup as alternatives, and they're way better. But like white sugar, it's not giving you anything. And it's also creating a huge insulin reaction hormone changes like a roller coaster of stuff in your body that is not good so i would stick i say our sugar I'm trying to think what else because if you look at my pantry it's freaking clean so i'm trying to think what else do people have you know, i guess all your treats like when you think about all the pre like cookies and or chips or things like that there's it's just empty calories don't don't go there all the packet packaged packaged, packaged. process yes. okay so it's funny i did last year i was like on a sugar kick so i got rid of all refined sugar i didn't limit myself on like apples or no 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 fruit is different but it was insane my acne went away when i got rid of all the added sugar i lost weight like without even trying realistically because my goal wasn't to lose weight it was to cut out sugar and see what happens i had yes. less brain fog i felt more confident it was just so weird all of the things that happened from cutting out sugar um oh okay so from your perspective, for people who like to indulge in a cocktail or a drink or a beer or something along that nature, what is the best that they could have? Okay, so there's two things. The first one is if you do have blood sugar concerns, it's better to stick to vodka, mezcal, or tequila. Mm, I like tequila. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Mexican, so there you go. <laughs> we like tequila too. <laughs> So, so those would be three that you can stick to if you mix them with like soda and lemon and some herbs it's it's still gonna be way better than the sugary cocktails right 
I do love wine. I love how it blends in with my meals. I like red wine. It has antioxidants too. But the, the most important thing would be don't overdo it. Like keep it controlled and then enjoy it. But enjoy it like controlled and not like in a crazy way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not every night. And like you said, like women like us tend to give ourselves permission to take a break. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you go for the alcohol because it's like you're not going to go back to the emails when you're drinking. Oh so it's God. a mental break. It's like, sometimes okay. Sometimes I've gone to the emails when I have a cocktail. Is that bad? <laughs> well, maybe you just go flow, like you flow. <laughs> maybe I know. I'm like, I I, the words are flowing so much better. And then you wake up the next day. I'm, like, I'm so good. Exactly. Let's just say we're, we're in the holiday season. So by all means, have your cocktail because life is short, but yeah. always make sure that you drink water in between. Yeah. So drink water, balance it out. That will help you not to feel like shit the next morning. Yeah. Okay. That is true. My One of my girlfriends and I, we we like to have our cocktails, but the next day wouldn't always be fun. So something that I started doing is between every drink, I would have two glasses of water when I'm telling you it makes the biggest difference in the world, it makes the biggest difference in the world. It's life changing. I I mean, like I I look at it kind of like a reward, you know, I'm like, okay, I had this drink and then I'm like, okay, glass of water, second one, then I can go back to my cocktail, you know? And then it's, it's, it, you can, you'll be so surprised by how much you remember, how much longer you can stay up, (laughs) how good you feel the next day. Yeah. How much more fun you had because Mm -hmm. you know, when, when you feel it, you remember the party, like, you know, you want to remember the parties, stuff like that completely. I agree. And I always, um, I always try to tell people and teach my kids, like, if you're going to drink, have a, one glass of water in between at least. And that will help you just to clear it and you'll be fine. You'll have fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So what is the 80-20 or the 90-10 approach? Okay. So 80% of the time, or if you're more like me, you try 90% of the time, but you eat all the right things, everything your body needs, all those whole foods, all those things. And 20 or 10% of the time you treat yourself. And by treating yourself, it's not that you're going to go and eat like the most processed food in the planet, but you might eat a pizza, right? If you normally don't have gluten because it bloats your stomach, like happens to me, like I haven't. I'm not allergic to gluten, but I have an intolerance to gluten. So my stomach pops up, but every now and again, you want to eat a pizza. Like it's not the end of the world. So have your pizza once, you know what I mean? So once a week, you can treat yourself. It's like a treat meal and it's delicious. And that way it becomes a lifestyle shift. It becomes that, oh, this is how I live. Instead of I'm on a diet. And the minute you reach your goal, you break out of that diet and then forget it. You you never... What I my what I love to teach people is eating healthy. It doesn't have to be restricted. It doesn't have to be boring. It can be delicious and fun. And if you want to make it a lifestyle, you can't live in a, I can't eat that. I'll never taste that. You know, have a piece of cake. Yeah, It's fine. Oh my but God. don't make it your go-to every day is I have. Don't do it the other way around, right? 20% of the time you eat the right things and then 80%, no, do it like 80% of the time, eat all the right things. 20% of the time, enjoy, have the cocktail, you know? Just yeah. So 
here's my personal testimony to that. I was a really bad like yo-yo dieter. That was the best way I can put it. I would be like, I'm going to do keto for three weeks and lose 50 pounds, you know? And then I would be like a week in and I would lose willpower and I would have some. Yeah. And then I'd be like, ah, I'll start again tomorrow. Or, oh my God, I failed and I'm the worst person in the world. I think that that's one of the biggest things that holds people back in life is I will start tomorrow. Because if you mess up in the moment, you, you have so many more moments or minutes or hours left in your day that you- 100% like, to, to restart. Yeah, you don't have to start tomorrow yes. or January 1st or whenever. You can make a change right now. But I think mm -hmm. it's really giving yourself grace. If it's going to be a lifestyle thing, you have to give yourself grace. You have to get into the habits of, you know, eating the things that are healthy, finding meals that are good for you. Like in the beginning, it's going to be hard, especially if you're in the habit of eating processed food, stuff that's easy. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to be a shift because for the most part, when you are eating healthier, you have to prepare your food. I mean, but, yes. but that comes preparing in advance, right? Um, so that, that's something that I started doing and I feel so much better. Like I've lost, okay. So I had a baby in May and I was at like one, Ooh, I was at like 180 something after the mm -hmm. baby was born. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was after like dropping all the, the postpartum weight. Like when I was pregnant the day before I gave birth, I was 200 pounds. And I'm five, seven, okay. three quarters. So after I gave birth, all that weight came off. It was like 180. Oh. And then I was like, okay, I'm just kind of, I know I'm not going to have any more kids. And I was like, I'm just kind of done being at this like uncomfortable weight where I don't feel confident with myself. Yeah. So I did keto for a week, literally one week. And then I lost like 10 pounds, but mm -hmm. I don't, I really don't advocate for keto at all but I do advocate for finding something that works for you. And the thing that helped me with keto was it helped me kind of break those emotional attachments to food. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing that's really important is realizing like if you use food as a, as a crutch, as. And a lot of people do it or yes. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So now because of what keto kind of taught me is I eat more proteins. Like I eat a lot more protein. Um, I try to stay away from carbs as often as I used to have them. Um, I drink way more water because so many times we eat because we're bored. Or we're, hung we're actually thirsty and not hungry. Yes. But people are yes. like, I just want to put something in my mouth because it's dry. Drink some water. That's, so that's mm -hmm. another thing. It's incorporating more water. Um, now I'm down to 158 and I want to get okay. down to like 150. But I'm close. I'm so much closer. You're so close, girl. Yeah. I feel so much better mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all the things because of the way I'm eating. And I think that a lot of people take that aspect for granted. They don't really see the connection between your, what you're putting in your body, like what you're eating in your mm -hmm. physical, emotional health. No, they don't. Uh, but the minute that your confidence is low, your clothes aren't fitting. You're not feeling like yourself, which we've all been there. Hands up. Like I've been there, burnt out the whole thing. Um, it's horrible. Like who wants to live like that? And then the minute you make the shift and you start to 
eat more protein and balance it with healthy fats and don't be afraid of those things. And if you're going to eat carbs, they have to be whole food carbs. So there's good ones and there's bad ones, you know, and the amount has to be like normal, not like crazy. So you know, good, you can add carbs. So good carbs could be like all the whole grains. So quinoa, which has a, a high protein content too. You also have like, um, brown rice in small amounts or wild rice those are good carbs the same goes to starchy veg so sweet potato it's one of my go-to's if i crave something sweet because you can just roast it in the oven add some cinnamon olive oil sea salt oh heaven you know it's the best treat oh i never thought about that with cinnamon oh I it's so good liking the brown sugar carrots i really cooked carrots the texture for me is like a but my mother-in-law made them and they were actually pretty good. But so Okay, so what I do with carrots is I, I roast them in the oven with a little bit of olive oil sea salt, right? Roast. But roast them and still leave them crunchy. So you roast them at 400 for about like 20, 25 minutes. I, I like to use heirloom carrots because they're colorful and therefore they give you different uh, benefits and nutrients and they look pretty. And then when, you come, when they come out, you can add a little bit of uh, balsamic. Mm. And the contrast of this, the acidic notes with the sweet from the carrots, it's just so good. You have to try this. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I will. Okay, so for the people who are like, oh my gosh, I really do want to start eating healthier, but I don't have time. I work full time. I have a ton of, I have a ton of kids. I just cannot find the time. What are some tips that okay. you can give to help them with that? Okay, definitely water with you everywhere you go. I don't care like everywhere you go because the minute you have it with you you tend to drink so true you, very true you, subconscious you should, start drinking it. yeah you should drink let's just say you wait think of it as in ounces let's just say you said you're 150 what six? 58 okay 150 like just say 160 to make the numbers easy it's 160 ounces divided into 80 you need to consume 80 ounces of water a day all right I can do that. What a little bit drinking a gallon of water a day. Is that too much? Or is sometimes that... it's too much unless you're like super exercising, sweating it out. Sometimes yeah. you can overdo it. Like anything in excess is bad for you. Have your body weight in ounces. Okay. That's your water. Always start your day with protein. Okay. And I love sweet breakfasts. And this is like, how can I find an alternative? Because so I do chia pudding. And I have an amazing recipe. It's on my website if you guys want to check it. But what I do is I make it in advance. I make it every Sunday night. It lasts five days. It's in the fridge. And I serve it in little containers. So that it's ready to go. I'm always running. I have two jobs. I have two children. I have a dog to take care of. Like I'm always all over the place. So um, have it ready. I top it with fruits and superfoods and nuts. And that's my breakfast. And it's tasty and it's sweet, which I like. But it has protein because the chia has protein. Oh. Or I, uh-huh. I'm going to write this down. Yeah. In the blog, you'll find all my recipes and stuff. Well, not all of them, but I'm adding all the time, but yeah, that one's so good. And so easy for busy women, like for you and me running out of the house, kids, la, 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 la. The minute that you have it ready to go, it just makes it easy just to grab it. You know, you don't have to think you don't have to do anything. It has all the right balance of the right nutrients. I make it with dairy, uh, dairy alternatives. So you can use almond milk. By the way, when you're using your alternative milks, make sure that they don't have added sugar because 
you know, sugar, it's nicked in into all the places. So you just need to make sure that it's not there. Okay. So that's good. But what about people like me who have like, mm-hmm. you go through the day, you're like, I'm doing really well. You eat dinner and then you're like, now I want something sweet. What would you recommend? Okay. So one is try the sweet potato recipe because if you eat that throughout the day, it also helps to calm down your, like that need for sweet. But when it gets to a point that I really need something sweet and I have a sweet tooth, I grab a date. Dates are super healthy. They have all the like fiber and health fats. It's delicious. And they can help you. And some people, you can stuff them with a nut butter, either peanut butter or almond butter and stick a piece of dark chocolate inside. It's like the treat. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. It is a treat, but it's like the treat. And it definitely has to satisfy your sweet tooth because that thing is like a bomb, but it's delicious. Oh, and healthy. Wow. Okay, so I need that because I really do have a problem with that. It's like I need the sweet stuff after I eat. So that really helps. What do you think about carbonated waters, like the, um, the crystallized waters, like those brands that are like flavored carbonated waters? so if the flavors are natural because you have to check that sometimes the flavors are artificial and you don't want anything like that because your body doesn't recognize it so then it starts to have um adverse reactions and you you cause inflammation and every single issue we have in life right now related to sickness is because of inflammation in the body what foods are what food okay after that i'm going to ask you what foods are inflammatory foods Oh, all the bad ones, all these processed foods, all the sugars, all of that is inflammatory. If you want anti-inflammatory, that's when you bring in all your fruits, all your veg. Those are amazing anti-inflammatories. That's where, you know, if you eat like in the Mediterranean, like in Italy and stuff, it's all these fruits and vegetables and it's because they have anti-inflammatory properties. So just make sure that in every meal you have, you're having a big portion of vegetables. I always say half your plate for lunch and dinner should be veg. Definitely add fruits and vegetables. Okay, they don't have to be, if you can't buy organic for whatever reason, just eat some fruits and vegetables. Even if they're frozen, it's better than not eating them, you know? Mm-hmm. So add them to your diet, be clever with them and make sure that you're adding them like throughout your meals. So I, I like to add fruits for breakfast and then I do veggies for lunch and dinner. That will change your life. What I tend to do is I do buy pre-washed vegetables because I never have time, but I, it's just easier and faster. So if that's going to be the way that I can actually have them, mm-hmm. fine, give them to me pre-washed. You know, I don't, it's, I'm always running and I'm back from meetings and then I have meetings really late because my bosses are in Vietnam and Singapore. So it's at night. So it's, it's complicated. So I buy pre-washed and then I make my own kind of kits, but it's just having the, the stuff at home, right? So for a salad to make it interesting, I always have something that with different colors. So pick three colors of vegetables and try to rotate them. And that way you're adding different nutrients, but you don't have to think about it. Like each vegetable has a different phytochemical that will help you in a different way. So by choosing different colors of the rainbow throughout your week, you're adding different things. Don't think about it, just add different colors. Mm-hmm. And then I add a protein, it can be salmon, it can be chicken, it can be another type of fish, um, etc. And or if you're vegetarian, you can add beans or um, chickpeas, stuff like that. And then I add something for crunch, because I think it 
helps with experience, but also it's adding um, another set of nutrients. So either nuts for healthy fats or seeds. And mm -hmm. they both have amazing nutrients, but they also have crunch. So the whole experience is much more exciting than just a whatever green salad on the plate that is like so boring that you're like, I can't do this again. Yeah. I think it's about creating excitement. That's, you know? that's a great point because I think a lot of people, myself included, when they start eating healthy, it's so boring. They'll meal prep like sweet potato. This And they repeat it every day. Like, yeah, I they'll know. eat it every single day and then they I get can't. burnt out of I it. Can't. I like, actually oh. have, uh, I, I, I have on my website and you guys can check it, um, meal plan. But how to meal plan. And the idea is that you create components that then you mix and match to create different recipes because otherwise I would go insane. I'm a foodie and I love trying new things every day. I could not eat the same combination of things in the same format every day. Like who wants to do that? No, no. So by creating, let's just say you create, uh, you pick one or two grains. So let's just say this week we decided that we're going to go quinoa, right? And actually cooks in 15 minutes. So you have a big batch of quinoa and it's ready to go. Then you have your vegetables. And then you have I roast veggies as well, like we were saying about the carrots and whatever, and I keep those in the fridge. And then I cook a couple of proteins. And then you can actually have a grain bowl with some veggies and some protein or a salad with some protein and other veggies and just mix and match. And like now you create different things. So much more exciting. So Other ones like, oh, the same thing again. No, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I really, I hated chicken for a while because when I was on a health kick, my, my husband. Uh, chicken breast. Chicken breast every night. And I, he would be like, I'd be like, okay, what are we having for dinner? He's like, chicken. I'm like, no. I'm like, chicken. I know. Really? Again. But of course. What about um, red meats? Like steak? What do you think about those? Okay. I've heard multiple things about them. I'll tell you the truth and honest truth. If they are, those are one of those that you have to buy grass fed. If you want to eat red meat, spend the money and buy grass fed. And the reason for that is not only are the cows healthier, but the way they're, they're eating the pasture, etc., it creates in the muscle, the meat that you're going to eat, the right uh, fatty acids that are good for you and your brain. Whereas the other ones are not healthy. They're not good for you. They're just, just don't eat it, skip it. But if you can buy grass fed, do it once a week, have that meal, but and then you're actually feeding your body the right grass, the right uh, proportions of fatty acids and the right ones too. It's really cool. That's a great tip. I don't think I've ever bought grass fed anything. So I need to do that. Um, okay, other question. Eggs, are those a good, like hard boiled eggs? Pasture fed. Fabulous, super healthy, super balanced, amazing. Again, pasture, pasture race, because then they're happy chicken roaming around. And also their diet is way healthier than, sometimes when you have mass produced stuff, chicken, eggs, whatever, the feed is not great because the feed may be GMO'd and we can get into that on a different day, or it may be grain-based and they might be sprayed with fertilizers and stuff. So you don't want any of that. Whereas when they're grass-fed, it's happy chicken roaming around, your eggs are better. So pasture-fed is better for that. Okay, let's get really psychological for one second. Maybe philosophical. This is philosophical, not psychological. Okay. Do you think okay. that the animals we eat, if we do eat animals, whether it's a cow or a chicken or 
the eggs of a chicken or a fish or whatever, do you think that the environment that these animals are raised in, besides what they're eating, but they're like mental health, you know, whether they're a happy cow or a happy chicken or whatever, do you think that- Does it affect you? Yes. Do you think it affects us? I think I do. And the reason why is I lived in England for 10 years and I was developing food there for a company that does only natural food. And our cows were happy cows, they were organic cows. I swear to you, they're happy. Like you look at them, their eyes are bright, they're relaxed, they're chill, they're happy. And then you see the ones that are stressed in the other fields and you're like, yeah, I think it does affect you. Also scientifically, uh, I don't want to get into this because but scientifically, um, the stress level of an animal when it gets to be killed affects the uh, quality of the meat. Really? And that's a, a big time. And really? that is scientifically proven. Yeah, there's chemicals in the body. Did you guys hear that? So happy cows. Yes, happy cows. Please, happy cows. It is scientifically proven that the stress level when an animal is going to get killed affects the quality of the meat. What? Okay, my mind is gone. Wow, that's like, I, I don't even know how to go on from that. Like my life just, everything that I feel like I've known has been a lie. <laughs> wow, that's insane. Yeah, it wow. is crazy, it is crazy. So how Sometimes you... I feel I know too much, but. <laughs> no, no, but that's, I feel like in my opinion, I feel like everything that we learn on this earth is something that we can share and help somebody else. So you just help me actually that, that in itself, what you just said makes me never want to buy anything that's not grass fed again. So that, that was like a go, that was I mean, if, argument. If you can go organic, go grass fed, it's just happier. It's better for you. You don't have to have it as often. You know, if, if money is a concern, don't have it as often, but have the right things. Your body will thank you. Your quality of muscle and what we're talking about, the cells will thank you. Your mental health will thank you. Oh, yes. Okay. So before we wrap up on this, let's circle back to the hormones because I'm very interested. Yes. Now. That was the first thing I wrote. So I'm sure that if I were to ask you what foods really affect your hormones the most, would it just be like all processed food or is there one particular food that really jacks up your hormones? It depends what type of issues are you having. So for your, for your acne, um, dairy and sugar are the biggest culprits. And I can tell you that because my daughter had really bad acne we were going to put her on accutane which freaked me out but anyway we were going to go for it and you know you have to have your liver checked and your blood checked and whatever and um we needed to wait till it wasn't summer because the sun affects you or whatever so during that period of time before she was put on accutane i changed her diet and we took out all the sugars and the dairy the acne went away never had to go on accutane ever wow so there you go yes it's huge so that's one and now the other part for you and in general, us high achieving women is the stress. Yes. If you can manage your stress, <laughs> you will lower your changes in hormones. You will lower that cholesterol. You will feel much better. Your hormones will be more balanced and you're still young, but as you start to age, that becomes even more pronounced. Let's just say. Oh my gosh. I was having hot flashes like six weeks postpartum and I was like, Am I in menopause? <laughs> I was, it was crazy. Every, every day around 3 p.m. I was like, it's hot in here. 
your hormones just going back to normal. But yes, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, it was so weird. Yeah. So I went actually went to my naturopath the other day and she was like, you need to meditate whether that be just like sitting in silence, but like focusing on your breath, doing the box breathing where it's like you breathe in for four, hold for four, yeah. release for four. And release for four. Yeah. I like the four, seven, eight method. Did, did she ever what's taught that? you that one? No, what's that? Okay. So you breathe in for four, you hold it for seven and you release through the mouth for eight. They all work, but that one specifically really comes down your central nervous system. And it's you do it like four to six times that's it four to six times i swear the change like you can just feel yourself <sighs> it's incredible so and it takes like what will it take a minute out of your day if you're super stressed if your kids are driving you insane if you don't just four seven eight breathing i swear it changed my life it's okay. incredible at four seven eight so you breathe yeah. in for so four, breathe in for four. Hold it for seven and then go through your mouth for eight. All right. I could feel that I could feel a difference there. Four. Yes. So you do that four to six times. Don't do it more. Just four to six times. It's life changing. Wow. Okay. Um, that's amazing. Another thing that she told me. Well, I do yoga also, and I feel like yeah. that helps me a lot. Um, that I, helps me too. I used to follow a routine like on YouTube, but now I just kind of go with like what my body is telling me. It's really weird when you get into that sense where you can actually like listen to your body and you know, realize like, oh, maybe my back hurts a little bit. So I'm going to kind of work on my back or I feel like my legs aren't as strong. So now I'm going to, you know, do my warrior poses and do all my leg poses. Maybe I'll throw in a couple squats in there. But um, another thing that she said outside of meditation and yoga, this was interesting to me because I never heard this before. She said that drinking Pellegrino water helps mm -hmm. replenish your minerals. Minerals. Yes. Is that true? So, so basically anything you eat that has minerals will help you replenish them. Pellegrino is natural sourced. So in a way you're, you're giving that back. Like the other thing would be like, if you lack magnesium, if you take an Epsom salts bath at night, um, your body absorbs magnesium. It helps with your muscles, but it also helps you sleep. What? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. The way you feel so chill. Like I add lavender to that. You can buy them with lavender too. So at night, it's just super relaxing, but it actually helps if you have body aches from let's just say you exercise your muscles are hurt whatever magnesium helps them but also it relaxes you so your body absorbs it so See, yes anything that you can replenish minerals with is good but not in an exaggerated way because you just want the right amount this is such a different level of this conversation though because okay we we're talking about what we put into our bodies right <laughs> but what about the external things that we like okay here's something that's been happening it also is absorbed Yes. Here's something that's okay. been recently to me that I, I don't really like. So if I'm laying in bed and like I'm working or something, or I'm watching TV and I lay my phone right here, I can literally you feel, can feel it. it. Yes. I can feel it and it hurts. Like I can feel it too. It's awful. Yeah. And I'm like, it's because you're, you're actually much more in tune with your body now. Like, I think we're so disconnected from feeling and understanding our bodies. One of the things I teach my clients is how do you feel before and after eating that specific food? But 
or with yoga or with movement or whatever. And, and then you start to understand, oh, this is healthy. This makes me feel good. This, my body, it's not liking. And I actually don't believe in one size fits all. Everybody's different. Like if I were to work with you, I would be like, okay, here are your concerns. Here are your issues. Here's who are you living. Let's balance your life. Let's balance your, your stress. Let's add these things through, throughout your day on food and, and meditation or self-care or aromatherapy or whatever. I love aromatherapy because you can just roll in and you can go, you know, I'm always in the, has to be practical, has to be like yeah. easy. Uh-huh. Um, but everybody's different. So it's huge to me how disconnected we are from the environment and us. Like we feel it's, it's separate, but it affects us so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I feel the phone too. I completely feel it. Like if I put it next to me, I'm like, you, I need to move it. Yeah. When people sleep with their phones, like right by their heads, I'm like, stop, don't do that. I mean, yeah, like, no, don't do that. These little phones have so much like, they emit energy. Yeah, yeah, they emit energy or, or waves or whatever it's called, electromagnetic waves. Those. Okay. Um, magnetic and, waves. And you feel it. Like mm-hmm. if you're if you if you are sensed enough to understand, you feel them. That's also a reason why I have not gotten an Apple Watch because I just I had a Fitbit and I it was like an, an old version, you know, where you have to like tap the screen and then it like runs mm-hmm. across. And I felt that on my wrist and I was like, I do not. Oh, you're super sensitive. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, I mean, like I even have a problem sometimes sleeping with my laptop, like near my bed. Oh or- no, I have to move it out of the room. I'm with yeah. you. Like the laptop, I have to move out of the room. The, the, the watch doesn't affect me as much, I guess, because I'm this high achiever that wants to see that I'm achieving my calories or whatever, or the exercise or I'm moving enough. But um, at night, everything has to go. Yeah, right. Like, let's go back to the electric alarm clock that you have plugged in. Yes, the one that you, know, that you have to like hit the snooze button on. It. I know. It's like, oh. completely. Yes. Yes. Gosh. Okay. And then my last question: Is there anything to do with like the Blu-ray lights that we have on our phones? Like, does that affect our mind-body? at all like- it will affect your sleep so basically two hours before going to bed you start you need to stop looking at screens because it affects the um release of the right hormones to go to sleep right and you need to come you need to let them come like i was listening to a podcast yesterday about sleep it was fascinating but anyway one of the things that he was saying is that in this day and age we have too much light at night so mm-hmm. it's not only it's a phone but it's also dim your lights, make the environment more of a calming thing. Because when we were outside, you know, whenever it was dark, it was dark. That was it, like end of the day. So we need to, to help our bodies calm down in that way. And sometimes we try to go to bed straight after watching whatever movie or being on the computer and working. And then you're like, okay, I need to go to bed. And you go to bed and your brain's like, and you can't fall asleep. You need to have that evening routine. So what we were saying, the morning routine, your evening routine, and, and just starting to switch off and let your mind rest a little bit better so i love for that i love like aromatherapy i love reading a book i love just calming my mindset and it has it doesn't matter what i'm reading normally it's not very brainy because i've been thinking all day so i'm like okay chillax chillax and you just go for that i i did i okay so have you ever heard of the 75 hard challenge no tell me about it okay so 
I think his name is Andy Frisella. He created this challenge called 75 hard. And for 75 days straight, you have to drink a gallon of water, exercise twice a day, one inside, one outside for 45 minutes mm -hmm. each. Um, you have to um, stick to a diet. Um, what's the other things you have to do? You have to read 10 pages of a book. And then I, th I think there might be something else, but I forget. But anyway, I did that challenge. Oh, and if you mess up one of the days, you have to restart the, the oh, okay. restart. So it's, okay. a, it's more of a mental toughness challenge, but people do see like the physical benefits from it. And one of the things that I took away from doing that challenge, I only made it 60 days this time, but the la next time I do it, I will make 75 because I have to document the whole thing, you know, like the accountability oh, okay. friends on the internet. Okay. Um, but one of the things I loved was reading those 10 pages at night. I felt like I, you get so much more information from reading a book than all the stuff you can Google on social media or on I Google. couldn't agree more. It's insane. You learn more. so yes. much. So yes. much. And it helps and you I, sleep. I also love a book. Like, you know, I've been thinking, should I get a Kindle? It's faster. It's easier. But it's not the same for me. Like no. I need a book. I need to turn the pages. I need to I disconnect from a screen. Yes. I, I look at a screen all freaking day. I'm on the computer all day long. No, <laughs> give me a book. I'm okay. You know, just chill and just pass. It's a different mindset to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I almost wanted a Kindle and then I was like, no, my eyes already, already hate me because I'm looking at my phone and my computer and everything online. <laughs> I love this conversation. We covered everything from hormones to morning and evening routines, the best kind of food you can have <laughs> eat, or nutrition or vitamins or anything. Um, got some good recipes, best kind of alcohol you can have. This was so good. I'm so excited for this to actually go live. So for the people who are watching live now on TikTok or listening to this podcast later, where can people find you and how can they work with you? So you can find me on Instagram and it's at Nurit Raich, N-U-R-I-T-R-A-I-C-H, or on my website, www.nurit-raich.com. And I'm starting a group program starting January. So it becomes actually a live soul shift. And I also do one-on-one. -on -one. So whichever one works best for you, I would love to have you reach out, let's chat. The whole point is that I'm a good fit for you and you're a good fit with me. There's no, the call is free, so you can actually check. It's a discovery call. Just reach out. I would love to help more people be healthier and be, make this be their lifestyle, right? So if we could balance your hormones, decrease your weight, bring up your energy so you can thrive in your life, reach out. I'm here. Yay. I'm so excited. So I will drop all of this in the show notes below. But we are going to jump off this podcast recording. We're going to answer some questions that were on TikTok. So we will okay. chat at you later, podcast people. Thanks so much for hanging out at this lounge. Don't forget to subscribe, leave some love in the reviews, and connect with us on social media. I'm being a little whispery today because I'm trying to do this while my kids are sleeping next to me. Thank you guys for all of your love and continued support. And stay tuned for next week's episode. It's one you won't want to miss.